by now, but little girls don't stay little forever. They grow into strong women that return to destroy your world. Kylie Stevens, one of the 100 gymnasts expected to testify in Michigan this week against that scumbag they should execute him doctor who's oh, yeah. molesting little girls forever. And then you got to turn your attention to the entire organization and who knew what for how long and kept it quiet Catholic Church style. Uh, you got 140 gymnasts that uh, have signed on to this uh, lawsuit. 140. Yeah, and that might not be everybody. 20 is unthinkable. Oh, yeah. 20 would be astonishing. Oh, yeah. A half dozen is awful. Um, 140 women alleging the disgraced doctor abused them during treatment as members of the U.S. gymnastics team. A hundred of them telling their stories in the courtroom this week, including this uh, Reisman. I don't remember how you pronounce her name. She's one of the many gold medalists we've had in recent years. She's only 23 now. Mm -hmm. Um, She tweeted yesterday. USA Gymnastics' biggest priority from the beginning and still today is their reputation, the medals they win, and the money they make off us. I don't think they care. Citing the fact that she, along with others, signed non-disclosure agreements. For instance, fellow gymnast Michaela Maroney, a gold medal winner, if you'll remember, filed a lawsuit against USA Gymnastics in December, claiming she was forced to agree to a non-disparagement clause and confidentiality provision stemming from a 2016 settlement. Um, so she said, hey, they're doing, he's doing this to me. They settled it for some money, um, and they made her sign a non-disparagement clause, and she would get a $100,000 fine if she broke the clause. Wow. A couple of celebrities, uh, model Christy <clears throat> Teigen and another actress, uh, Kristen Bell, have said they'll pay the fee if she would like to break her silence. Wow. Um, USA Gymnastics. Yeah, hell, I'd chip in on that. That's, that's, a, that's obscene. How can you how can you hear the term USA Gymnastics at this point and not think cruel, horrific, you know, exploitation of young girls? You had a little girl. You settled a case with a little girl who was molested by somebody who's on your team who apparently stayed on the team, I guess. After that, I don't well, know. What's the timetable? When did that guy get arrested? Can somebody figure that out? But. You wouldn't let her go out and tell a story because it would make you look bad? Right. That is unconscionable. What possible justification is there for a non-disclosure agreement? None. You should be child running, molestation, you child sh- rape. You should be running to 60 Minutes or the Washington Post yourself and saying, oh my God, we had somebody in our organization was molesting girls. I, know, I want everybody to know as much as they can about this. Is there anybody else out there that was molested? We want to get to the bottom of this. I want the names of these people to be as famous as, as old Cardinal Law in Boston. How I many want people? Everybody to know the names of these rape rapist harborers. God dang it! They they're going to get hit hard. I think uh, Good. financially. Good. Yeah. It, it it reminds me of Penn State and and and, and you know how they were confused of being a uh, um a conspiracy to rape people. Um, over many, many years, and all the people that had to know it. Same here with the USA Gymnastics. How is it not true that there were a ton of people knew this was going on? What do you have, Sean? Uh, he, the doctor was arrested in early December 2016. Okay, end of 2016. Um, she had a 2016 settlement. Okay. so Well, so he wasn't arrested yet, unless it was like the very, very, very end of the year. Right. I don't know. I don't. I don't have the timeline specifically. Right, and it's it's a minor point. Yeah, it is a minor point. But God dang it, it's just it's just so freaking maddening. Um, 
human beings and you know it's another bureaucracy thing where oh, yeah. where where it becomes all about protecting the bureaucracy and and it just you need to accept it as human nature um and that we're all capable of doing it apparently because apparently it's just human nature right. that you will be more into protecting whatever bureaucracy you're in and you'll lose complete sight of of individuals or right or wrong or any of that right. whether it's the VA hospital or 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 this Right. You know, that's part of the reason I'm constantly yelling about utopianism and and these wild unicorn schemes and views of how the world ought to be. You've got to wake up to the reality of these things. Bureaucracies are are bloated. They're expensive. They're they're inefficient. They live to protect themselves. Bureaucrats do that. Why? I don't know. That's the way human beings are. Just be aware of it. Recognize it. Understand it. And, And just... You know, go forward with a realistic view of the world. God, that's unbelievable. How does this organization still exist? I don't know. How about the the um, the the shiny look that women's USA gymnastics has had for all these years? I mean, they're mm-hmm. just the 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 crown jewel of USA Olympics, right? Cranking out these gold medalists, yeah. And 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 people were willing to ignore little girls being molested yeah. to keep that going. Yeah. To not interrupt that in any way. There's no reason it would have had to be interrupted. You could keep being really good at coaching up little girls and winning gold medals. Right. Wouldn't have made, you know, and, and, and well, come Alan, out. Well, been you'd have been better at it. Sure. Obviously. And you would think you could keep that going and still acknowledge we had a molester on our team, our one of our doctors, and it's awful. We should have found out earlier. We're bitterly ashamed that we haven't. We'll, we'll turn this thing around and go forward with better intentions and practices and blah, blah, blah. You could have done that. And I think, you know, to a large extent, America would have been, all right, well, God dang it, you better. Um, but as it was, they just covered it up, covered it up. Yeah. 140 young women. And there are almost certainly more out there who are thinking, look, I got a pretty decent life now. I don't need, I don't need sure. the scrutiny. I don't need yep. the attention. I just want to live my life. Looks like they got this bastard. I'm going to keep living my life. So there's got to be more. Yeah. God, that's just astonishing. And, you know, a lot of these girls confided in coaches or said stuff. I'm not comfortable with this. It's weird what he's doing to me, blah, blah, blah. And just on and on it went. Yeah, it's pretty troubling. It's troubling about human nature. USA Gymnastics, as I say this already, came out yesterday and said they will not uh, uh, prosecute that contract and fine any of the athletes oh, to come forward. Oh, that's very open-minded. Very okay. enlightened. When the PR, it would be so bad. <laughs> There's yeah. no possible way you could overcome it. You've decided to come out and say, girls who were molested are allowed to tell their story. So this doctor scumbag would regularly grope the girls in various ways under the guise of an exam, and if they had back and hip pain, he would actually penetrate them and say, no, this is to real, realign you. you got to do this. And they were like 12 years old. Some of them, yeah. Yeah. <sighs> Pretty awful. Dozens and dozens and dozens of girls and young women through the years. Many dozens. Practically a gross, and it is gross. Well, 140. That's yeah, a no, lot of I girls. Know. Yeah. God, you could say hundreds. This was this guy may be the, the, the greatest, most horrifying ever serial child molester in history. Certainly and USA be. Gymnastics... Priority was protecting their own reputation instead of rooting him out and helping the girls. They there had to be multiple people that knew that was going on. Mm. 
Had to be. That's a terrible story. Yeah, it is. Absolutely yeah, terrible. Well, I'm glad it's, you know, he's never going to get out of jail. Uh, no. Maybe no. he and Jared from Subway can share a sale and just die in there. You know, I, I'm curious, uh, and, and I've known, we've, we've had uh, panels of people who investigate child exploitation and human trafficking, a terrible term. It's rape slavery. That's what it ought to be called. But um, uh, is there any value in, in trading this guy? All right, we won't let you get beat to death. This year, if you go, if you give us a a freaking book on your grooming and duping techniques, how you got away with it, how you covered your tracks, we want chapter and verse, everything. And we'll keep you from getting beat to death for this year. Next year, maybe we'll sit down and see if we can work out something again. I'd be fine with that. Um, Or or is all that stuff so well known at this point that that there's no need for that? I'd like to know that. I don't know. Because you got something to trade. Because you turn that guy loose in the general population, please, he wouldn't last five minutes. Good. And then I'm fine with him still getting beaten within oh, the sure. year. That's oh, yeah. fine. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And then, sorry we lied to you. <laughs> Whoops. That's a, that's a drag, isn't it? Um, did I tell you about the Russians in the Sox? Sorry. Oh, boy. So, <laughs> oh, boy. I've got more of President Trump's mental test that he passed with flying colors, 30 for 30. It's just kind of interesting from a, we all wonder, especially as we get older and older, are we losing it, right? This is the test to determine if you're losing it. He got a 30 out of 30. He's a very stable genius. Perfect score. <clears throat> Could identify a lion, a rhinoceros, and a camel. That's uh, it's one of them hairy tigers. Um, <laughs> that, that other one, that's the elephant that got the horn instead of the trunk. That's my cousin Jim. <laughs> it's not. <laughs> you got two out of three. That's a camel, sir. <laughs> huh? Stay tuned to the Armstrong and Getty Show. This is Armstrong and Getty. The voice of the West. Got a girl from the south side. Got brazen hair. First time I've seen her walk by. You might not know this if you don't listen to country music. But like this is like the biggest country song in America right now. And it's just it's just interesting to me. I don't it doesn't, it doesn't matter. I'm just interested in the the flow of popular music and this guy Sam Hunt is huge right now with his kind of hip hop ish country thing. With his brother Mike. Um <laughs> there very mature. Uh, Thank interesting. You, it, it, it's half soul, half uh, you know, pop, tiny bell. Oh, mention of blue jeans, so it's a country song. Yeah. Whatever. Yeah. Yeah, it's about the. It's the only radio station I can come up with though that I can, I'm comfortable with my kids listening to is the country radio station with the the songs and the content, and mm-hmm. then the commercials and the content. Yeah. I haven't had any luck on any other radio stations for. Children of that age. So. Well, talk radio, needless to say, is where you ought to be listening with your children. Yeah, so it's that kind of country music, if they they still call it that, is um is the top forty of today, I guess. Sure. Um, I don't know what you do if you're actually a country music singer. I don't know where you go. To hell. <laughs> Nobody wants to hear it. Nobody wants to hear that. So Donald Trump, you probably heard by now, got a thirty out of thirty on his uh, mental cognitive assessment. Which he requested. I think that's very interesting. I'd like to know more about the bot. Did, 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 did he lay any groundwork on this? So he's got the first physical of his presidency coming up. 
right at the time as a book comes out saying he's a crazy person, Mm -hmm. and the media has declared him, well, he's obviously lost his mind, dementia or whatever. I mean, it's not even a question on MSNBC. Right. It's just, how do we deal with a president this far into dementia is the question, not whether or not he is. Yeah. And, uh, and, And he... The, the doctor wasn't going to do it. That's not part of what they do for the president's physical every year. And Trump requested a cognitive test. Now, what I'd just like to know behind the scenes, did he did he ask somebody what are the tests, take the test, score well, and then ask for it? Or did he just roll the dice? I have a feeling he rolled the dice. I'm fine. Go ahead. Test me. Well, the me. accusation's been dumb from the beginning. He's obnoxious, but he's not mentally ill. So you got a 30 out of 30. A normal score is considered 26 and above. Average score on this test is a 27.4. Again, he got a 30 out of 30. You get below 26, and then they retest you. They're starting to worry about Alzheimer's or a variety of things. Um, like, for instance, this first question, match five numbers with five letters in ascending order. You're supposed to match one with five. Um, I mean, one with oh, a. a not 29 Sorry. and counting. Sorry. One with A, two with B, three with C. You just do that. It's a, be pretty simple, I think. Draw a cube, and they've got a cube here for you to copy. Right. So they've got a picture of a cube, and you just you copy it. Learn how to do that in, I think, second grade. You get a very exciting oh, three-dimensional yeah. cube. Exactly. You get to square. You got the other overlap and square, and then you connect the corners. Is that the way you do it? Yep. Hmm. Uh, draw a clock, including all of the numbers, and set the time at 10 minutes past 11. You only get one point for this. This is a pretty complicated one. Yeah, that's a big one. The clock, the clock face has to be more or less a circle. The hour hand has to be clear, clearly shorter than the minute hand. Mm. That's an important one, and then you got to get the time right. Obviously, they may have get to revise that one in the future. You know, because oh yeah, my kids will say, "What, what clock? What are, you, what are you talking about? Hands on a clock? What? Like with thumbs and stuff? That's hilarious. <laughs> what are you talking about?" <laughs> Naming the animals, we've talked about that. There's clearly a lion, a rhinoceros, and a camel, and you have to name all three to get a point. Is that right? Or do you get three points for all three? I think you get a point One part. point for each. Wow. wow I'm good a, at animals. That's that's a good, easy three points right there. I'd be pretty concerned if I missed those. Sure. Yeah. Clearly a lion. Memory. They read five words to you at a rate of one per second. Well, and, you know, they're fair because they're those are big-time animals. Those are your popular animals. It's not like they ask you, is this a civet cat or an ocelot? <laughs> you know? <laughs> no. What's that there? That's a lion. Good. Bing. Indian elephant or African elephant? Yeah. I don't remember which. Okay, in this one, you read a list of words that you must remember, and then you must repeat as many of the words as you can recall in any order you like. The examiner reads the five words at a rate of one per second. Um, so here you go. Face, velvet, church, daisy, red. And then you have to repeat as many of them to me as you can. Right away? Oh, uh, yeah. Face, church, ocelot, face. Trump is Hitler. Lion. <laughs> Hitler. Oh, Lion. shut up! Lion. <laughs> and it's 11 You already 10. did the animals! <laughs> Can we go back to the animals? Jeez, 11 it's, 10. Oh, no, I'm Jeez, it's 10 past 11. Are we about done? <laughs> uh, attention, the subject has read a list of numbers at a rate of uh, one number per second. They must recite them in forward order for one point and backwards order for a second point. <laughs> okay. 
Part two of that is the subject has read, read a list of letters at a rate of one per second. Every time they hit the letter A, they must tap their hand. Wow. Okay, here you go. F B A C M N A. Stop it. Stop it. You can't tap constantly <laughs> so you get credit, Sean. That is a good plan. Yeah. It doesn't say you can't. No. It doesn't say you can't. Keep reading letters, wise ass. Putting, who's, who's smart now, huh? I'm putting the system on trial. <laughs> Uh, but it goes F B A C M N A A. Ooh, tried to trip you up. Bar, two A's in a row. Two in a row. Yeah. <laughs> Part three, starting at one hundred, the subject is asked to count down by subtracting by seven every time until the examiner tells him to stop. Okay. You know, I I did that one in my head, and I'm pretty good at it. But I happen to know that, like within my my nuclear family, which was together again. I mentioned this earlier. The the big kids are flying back to their regular lives today, and I'm very sad about it. Although, you know, frankly, they got to do it eventually. Um, but we have in our starting five people whose math facts are unimpeachable. They can add a bunch of numbers up super quick, and also people in the family that are pretty smart that are completely helpless on that. Yeah, I definitely with math. It's just a you're good at that, or you're not. Mm-hmm. It's you know. And not that important. It's helpful. It's but helpful, but it's not, things you know, are helpful. you'll be all right, especially in the everybody carries a, carries a phone world. Yeah. With a Judy calculator. came from way behind. I was keeping score in our Domino's game, our family Domino's. Man, I was so far ahead in game three, just whooped my ass. Judy was the family Domino champion. Rough. I gotta wait till we're all together again to, to, you know, to you regain know, my crown. You want to hear an interesting thing? Because we've been playing this a lot. Hmm. I've never lost at a game of uh, Jenga. I've never lost. I think I'm the best in the world I don't, <laughs> at Jenga. I'm not sure Jenga I've ever played them. Jenga, not Jenga. Not Jenga. Oh, That's okay. a different Jenga. game. What, Google what, it. What, <laughs> what, what, what is Jenga? What Jenga is where there? you stack up this tower of blocks. Yeah, okay. And then you pull out blocks. Yes. And, then you and re- stack them on top. You are lifetime undefeated? I've never lost. Wow. Yeah, so wow. I may be the best in the world. You might be some sort of prodigy. I know. You ought to be on uh, like 60 Minutes. My six-year-old. Like some eight-year-old who writes symphonies. My six-year-old is pretty damn good at it, I think, for mm-hmm. a six-year-old. I'd put him in a six-year-old tournament and like his chances. Right. My older boy's a little uh, he's a little uh, clumsy. He steps mm-hmm. on things, runs into things. He yeah. kind of hits the table, mocks oh, him. That sounds like me. So yeah. I'm, I sympathize. And again, I'm not sure it's that important, but I can't be beaten. Do you try to startle them when they're taking one? Ah! <laughs> That's some advanced <laughs> tactics That's there. Good plan. What's coming up in your news, Marshall Phillips? Fellow Republican Senator Jeff Flake slamming President Trump's attacks on the media this morning. We got a warning about California's crony train. Worst case scenario has happened. Yeah, we know. Those stories and more coming up minutes from now. Armstrong and Getty. Think you could identify a lion, a camel, and a uh, rhinoceros? I'm not sure about the rhinoceros, but the lion and the camel I'm pretty good with. <laughs> yeah. It's like a fat horse with a horn. <laughs> with a horn? Okay, them, I'm right. sure. All right. <laughs> Stay tuned. You're listening to the Armstrong and Getty Show. Listeners, of course, wanting to challenge me to a game of Jenga, which I've never lost. There are no winners at Jenkum. That's probably true. <laughs> true enough, Jack. Um, another text we got. Uh, you sure that rhinoceros isn't just a uh, unicorn with a BMI problem? That could be <laughs> also. Fat unicorn. We do have audio. It's a land narwhal with legs. 
Wow. Huh? Trump was asked to recite the alphabet backwards as part of the test. T U B V V Z T U V X Y X Z. That was right, here's 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 a hint. Each letter only occurs once in the alphabet. That, of course, was Tony Larusa, baseball coach who had a little too much to drink one night. And since his reform, as Absolutely. far as we know. And but that was a really poor attempt at saying the alphabet backwards. Can, Can I, I hear that yeah. one more time? Come on, man. T-U-V-V-Z. T-U-V-X-Y-X-Z. Yeah, no. That's not even a D. It's That's amazing. not even a D minus. It's really amazing you can talk or, or or get your car started with no more ability to say the alphabet backwards than that. Yeah. That's that's pretty rough. Uh, let's get the news now with Marsha Phillips. Well, Republican Senator Jeff, Jeff Flake is slamming President Trump's attacks on the media. Flake saying the truth needs as many allies as possible. While delivering his speech on the Senate floor this morning, Flake was saying he thinks it's a falsehood when... Trump calls Russian election meddling a hoax and calls other reports fake news. This alone should be the source of great shame for us in this body, especially for those of us in the president's party, for they are shameful, repulsive statements. And of course, the president has it precisely backward. Despotism is the enemy of the people. The free press is the despot's enemy, which makes the free press the guardian of democracy. Blake going on to say that all politicians have been hit with stories they think are unfair, but... Simply put, it is the press's obligation to uncover the truth about power. It is the people's right to criticize their government, and it is our job to take it. Jeff Blake this morning. He is right, in general. Uh, Absolutely correct. On the other hand, a lot of my favorite journalists, Woodward and Bernstein among them, say Trump's getting the most unfair press treatment of anybody they've ever seen. In terms of leaving things out of stories and that sort of... Right. You know, like everything with the president, he could utter his criticism in a more measured and wise way. But yeah, there's there's truth on both sides. He, you know, I mentioned this earlier. To have the president saying stuff about press being the enemy of the people and blah, 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 and threatening new libel laws and stuff, that's, that's used by dictators around the world for cover. And it's not good. It's not cool. We ought to be a beacon of freedom, not, you know, not have the president threatening journalists. Uh, at the same time, he gets screwed every single day. <laughs> Cost of the California crony train continuing to climb. California officials releasing the first phase cost estimate yesterday for the project. That has increased by 35% to nearly $11 billion. Now, that is just for the first 119-mile segment through Central California. So that's putting the price of the so-called bullet train from San Francisco to L.A. at roughly $67 billion and climbing. Right, $67 billion, and I've been saying $100 billion for a very long time without fear of contradiction, because if you study any of these giant projects, they always double, triple, quadruple in cost. It'll easily be $100 billion if they ever build the thing, but they never will because there will be no financing. It's merely a question at this point. How many billions of dollars are they going to squander on this idiot boondoggle before they give up on it? Because that is the inevitable result. The moment the crazy old governor has left the, the state, Governor Brown, yep. it's going to go away. 
So how many billions will be wasted before it goes away? This project is literally, at this point, indefensible. There can be no honest defense of it. Now, if you're dating because you're looking for a long-term relationship, you likely want to know as early as possible if you could have a successful future with the person you're dating. There's a marriage counselor named Robert Maurer who suggests the best way to find out is to ask one particular question on a first date. So how come someone is... Do you hate me already? So how come someone as wonderful as you is still single? That is the question. He writes... Your date hmm. will. Somebody asked me that. I think I might roll my eyes. Problem flatulence. Seems a. Uh, I don't know. He writes, Your date will hopefully hear this question as a compliment, but their answer is usually very revealing. Hmm, as, to at, tell. As they relate the stories of their last relationships. Are okay, they, so if you get, if you get a, yeah. even a semi honest answer, at least it would reveal. It's a, it's a clever way to ask, What are your shortcomings, I guess? Is that it? That's uh, part of it. Uh, yeah. The answer- Although when most people just say I haven't found the right person or I've been busy with my career or something like that. Well, he says as they relate their stories to their last relationships, are they taking any responsibility for choosing poorly or not mm-hmm. having the right skills at that point in their lives? And if choosing poorly is the reason, what's that say about you? <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm really bad at I only date losers. I don't know what my deal is. And I'm really enjoying myself with you. <laughs> He's going on. He goes on to say, are they taking any responsibility for their last relationships not working? Good one. If the theme of the story is they are the victim, my advice is simple. Run. Wow. He says all relationships run into stumbling blocks. And when you hit the rough patches, will they look for ways to help? Or wait for you to take the blame, the whole blame, and nothing but the blame. Yeah, I, I've, I've I've noticed that one, especially like with jobs. If if somebody hits you with a couple in a row of jobs, of how they were jerks, and you gotta wonder. Eh, okay, what's the old saying? Three jobs, three marriages. Look in the mirror. It's a good saying. That's a pretty good. That's a, I don't know. Hmm. Sean, you gonna try that out? Eh, probably not. Eh. <laughs> why, why didn't the relationship work out? I don't know. Ask her. <laughs> Ask her. I couldn't get a straight answer. <laughs> That's a wrap. That's your news. I'm Marshall Phillips, the Armstrong and Getty Show, the voice of the West. Because mm. for 1,000 consecutive days, I said, what do you want for dinner? And she said, I don't know. <laughs> and I said, okay, I got to go. I'm out. <laughs> you figured out. Call me. <laughs> Goodbye. Wow. <laughs> Or better yet, I don't know about that. whatever you want, and then everything you suggest, they say no to. Joe, boy. Well, then let's do whatever you want. I don't know what I want. Okay, so back to me just listing things that you deny. Okay, here we go. Dusting off the list. I've had that conversation a few times in my life. Um, okay, where are we? Huh? Where, what direction do you want to go? Up? Mired. Mired. We are mired. Oh, boy. I don't know. So many choices. So little time. Tillerson with some strong comments about North Korea that fly in the face of Joe's rationale. Uh-oh. Although I think, he, I think you're right. I don't know what he's talking about. Well, I'll debate the Secretary of State next <laughs> on the Armstrong and Getty Show. Armstrong and Getty. The Voice of the West. The Armstrong and Getty Show. 
Quite a bit yesterday with Mike Lyons, our uh, military analyst, and Joe made some strong statements, still reverberating. Mm. <laughs> um, and then Secretary of State Tillerson, with his square head, had uh, this to say on the subject yesterday. Either or both would be fine. The object of negotiations, if and when we get there, is the complete, verifiable, and irreversible denuclearization of North Korea. You're dreaming. With China, with Republic of Korea, with Japan, with Russia, and is now joined by the entire international community in saying to the regime in North Korea, we cannot and will not accept you as a nuclear state. And uh, you and Mike Lyons agreed with you that, that that's absolutely where we are, yeah. accepting them as a nuclear state and living with it. There's no alternative. It's, it's pretty interesting that the Secretary of State and the President uh, say the opposite. Listen, it's conceivable you could have a multilateral Iran nuke deal style, uh, you know, coming together of China, the regional powers, Japan, the Koreas, et cetera, and the United States, and work out something whereby, you know, you give North Korea all sorts of assurances and, and, and denuclearize uh, South Korea, blah, 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 Japan pledges, blah, blah, blah. Doesn't there have to be an or? Well, yeah, well, yeah. Well, right. What I was about to say is that sort of thing is conceivable, but I want to see the mechanics of it working. Or, well, what? Well, right, exactly. There's, number one, you got to have an or. And and secondly, or, yeah, we'll put in some serious sanctions now. I mean, really, you, you think you're sanctioned now? I mean, uh, the other problem is that whole scenario that I mumbled my way through, and maybe you followed, would require on China doing an immense amount of successful policing of the thing. Or, you know, the North Koreans letting in the Western powers, the Eastern Western powers. I don't see any of that happening. I just, I don't see the the, the road to it. They must believe it, right? Because at this point, if we're not going to follow through... Through Tillerson and company? Yeah. Trump administration? Yeah. Because at this point, if we don't follow through, it really makes us look weak. Because it makes all the you better nots of the future, well, just like being a parent, countries will roll their eyes. Yeah, okay, sure. Yeah, I guess. Although, you will not do this. Okay. What do we threaten North Korea with? Attack. Fathead will say, that's why I got freaking nukes. I know. Or, or you'll say, well, all right, we'll arm Japan with nukes. And North Korea will probably say the real, the real politic of it is, we only have nukes because we don't want you to invade us. We have no intention of dropping a nuke on Tokyo. Why the hell would we do that? So, great. So you're denuclearizing Japan. We're not afraid of you nuking us. We're afraid of you invading us and going for regime change. I just, I don't get how you square North Korea's needs and motives with everybody else's needs and motives. And that's the only way for a negotiation to work. Now, one of the needs and motives might be, we will whoop your ass. And they think, "Uh uh-oh, we're going to get our ass whooped. And then they capitulate. They agree to something. But I just don't see that happening. North but Korea what the hell do I know? and South Korea are not only going to march into the Olympic Stadium there in Seoul together, uh, which I think was the only way to avoid being booed. And North Korea is sending an army of hotties, which is highly appreciated. Uh, North Korea and South Korea are going to be together on a team, women's hockey, among a couple others. They're going to participate <laughs> together as a Korean team. I'm sure the women South Korean hockey players are thinking... They are not happy. Oh, great. We've been practicing for years. 
Now all of a sudden we're going to be a split squad with a bunch of starving tapeworm bedeviled North Korean chicks. Super. I've never seen ice. Do they even have <laughs> skates? Well, no, not per se. They skate on slats of wood strapped to their feet. They keep their eat- bare feet. And they keep eating the puck. Right. Because they're starving. <laughs> There's a little starvation humor for you. They'll be in the center it. of the ice burning the hockey sticks for warmth and eating the pucks. Right. Great. Great. <laughs> a little starvation humor. Uh, on the nuclear thing, a proposal has be, been sent to President Trump's desk that would expand the circumstances for nuclear retaliation, which is interesting. The proposal hmm. would permit the use of nuclear weapons uh, to respond to a range of attacks on American infrastructure, including a crippling cyber attack. So you blow up some buildings, Whoa. A, uh, an electric plant or a cyber attack, and we nuke you. Now, according to the, the Daniel Ellsberg book that just came out, Doomsday Machine, that's always been the case for every president hmm. so i wonder if this is some reaction to that book somehow to make it i don't know may seem less secretive or something because that or, was one or, of the main points of his book was look we are a first strike nation always have been that's every president's deal is if it goes far enough we'll nuke them other countries know that we've played that with other countries behind the scenes and gotten mm-hmm. them to go along with us many times we have used nukes in that way yeah that's what he says well i have a feeling it's it, it just figures let's make it infinitely clear to old fancy bear over there in russia and and, and cutie bear and the rest of the sounds like gay nightclubs um the hackers and the you know the the, the wacky little regimes that, that like to attack our, uh, our our networks and our banking systems and the rest of that, make it clear to them, look, lest there be some confusion on this point, we will level you if you mess with us. I wonder if the Koreas come together all of a sudden like uh, East and West Germany. Because you didn't really see that coming. Just all of a sudden, duh, people are on the wall beating it down with hammers, and down it comes, and they're back together. I'll be darned. The Soviet Union, CIA, nobody saw that coming. Just all of a sudden, it's over. I'll be darned. Didn't work out. Wonder if the Koreas just one day, just for whatever reason, just open up. People run across the border. They're all hugging each other. It's over. Right. I'm trying to imagine that. I'm trying to figure what it would take. If, wow. I would almost, well, I don't. Here's a question for you. Does the Kim family, the three generations of dictators, and I emphasize the term dick because they were really bad to their people, um, do they actually believe what they're spouting, their communist rhetoric? No. No way. Well, then why can't you just buy them off? I mean, you can't, you can't like your people starving. And having to execute people all the time for, you know, daring to, like, look away from the TV during one of your scintillating speeches. I mean, that can't be a great way to live. Hmm. Listen, here's $500 million. Go get yourself a villa in some sunny uh, Spanish seaside paradise and, and just go away. Who would not go for that deal? Well, I'll bet he wouldn't trust it. Uh, maybe paranoia is Why what keeps you, yeah. dictators from yeah. from going for those Why deals. Why would you? Or there'd be constantly agents trying to climb over to your fence to stick a shiv in you because, I don't know, for instance, you tortured three generations of my family right. back in the 80s. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. So I don't, I, don't, I, don't, I don't see that happening. Anyway, Tillerson says we're not going to accept North Korea as a nuclear state. Joe disagrees. That's the end of that. Well, I, I'm, I'm intrigued by the question. I just don't see how they'd get there. Oh, speaking of the dirty commies. Oh yeah, and the East German thing. I mean, they're they're 
the the engine of communism was the Soviet Union as that crumbled and weakened. I mean, if China all of a sudden said, you know what, this communist thing, I know we said it's going going pretty well. It's not going pretty well. It's, it's a terrible idea. We're going to have free elections, et cetera, et cetera. Then I'd think, hmm, let's keep an eye on North Korea, but it would take that. Anyway, so you got this Chinese this spy guy who got arrested, Jerry Chongxin Lee, who they say uh, was was reporting to the uh, the dirty chai comms. The identities, the real names, the phone numbers of all our secret agents, Chinese citizens who are helping us out and all, and bunches of them were dying. I'm telling you, this, I'd either like to read a book or, or see like a super great movie on this, how our guys were just disappearing one after the other, after the other, and, and our CIA and our FBI are desperate to figure out what's going on. Turns out it was this a-hole. He wasn't even with the agency after 07, but he had so much secret information, he just... God, he led to the tortures and deaths of uh, dozens of our guys. And he did it because he got passed over for promotions and stuff. Yeah, he's just kind of pissed. They think. Doesn't seem to be that he was getting paid or anything like that. Yeah, that's, that's weird, people's motivations. One of the worst spies in U.S. history, in terms of doing damage to our... Uh, Oh, yeah, devastating. And how hard is it going to be to recruit Chinese guys now that the last several dozen got killed? You're listening to the Armstrong and Getty Show.